Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Wednesday. Hope you guys are having a great week. Um, let's do some housekeeping real quick and then we'll just jump right into Darcy and Stacy because they have really put me in a funny mood today. Uh, so thank you all for wherever you're watching from. If you can hit that thumbs up, that'd be great. Uh, bottom of your screen, you can see where you can support the melanated way. All the support is much appreciated. Uh, cash app, Venmo, PayPal, Linda So Girly, and shout out to my Patreon subscribers, you guys. I listen. Sometimes I'm just minding my own business and some things fall into my lap. I cannot wait till Friday. So shout out to Olivia, Vanessa, Trisha, Sandra, Carol, Trina, Danielle, Rebecca, Marianne, Nia, Raydella, Linda, Brianna, Donover, Anchor FM. Crystal, Nicole, Amanda, Julissa, Dr. Julissa, Angela, um, you guys are the bomb diggity. Without you guys, these shows wouldn't happen. Thank you so much for supporting. If you're watching on YouTube, just know that we have Super Chat and Super Stickers available uh, for you to support. So yeah, on that note, Friday, you guys. I So I don't know if any of you guys, um, yeah, I'll just ask. I don't know if you got any of you guys are Muslim. I'm trying to find out. So I have some things that I want to share. And I don't know if I should share them because I know that um, what I know of the Muslim tradition, just a little bit of the Muslim tradition, is that, um, you know, the women uh, wear the hijabs and they cover their heads and yada, yada, yada. My point being is that I have pictures of some of the 90-day partners who you know aren't really part of 90 day but now they're part of our 90 day family and i want to share them but i also want to be respectful so if you guys are muslim hit me up in the comments and let me know if that would be disrespectful of me to share because uh they definitely are exclusives but we will be talking it on we will be talking about it on friday in news and gossip you guys so if you're my patreon subscribers you will get all of that tea Let's jump into season two, episode nine, Blow Up in Bodrum. Bodrum? Bodrum. Bodrum? I'm, I'm Darcy and Stacy at the same time because that little time was hilarious to me. 
Where did we go? Boudram? Bodrum? Boudram? No, it's Bodrum. No, Boudram. No, Boudram. All right, you two. Freaking frack. I love them. So they're feeling goddessy. It's a procedure-free day, which is also a new term for me. Oh, it's a procedure-free day. So we have some free time. So let's go ahead and explore the marina and let's build memories. That's our favorite thing to do is build memories and just be free and self-care, self-love, one love, one hope. Love is in the air, karma, universe. That's what it is, you guys. I couldn't understand what it is that I love so much about Darcy and Stacy. And here's what it is. Um, here's what it is. They talk in just words. They talk in just words, like random words. They string them together, but they're all always like peace, love, eat, pray, love type words. And that's the part that is only like super fascinating to me. Super. Who wait? I'm feeling goddessy today. Goddessy, goddessy today. Anyways, they're gonna go explore. Boudram. I'm going to be doing that all episode, just FYI. And, uh, you know, they love to dress up. They have a passion for fashion. So they have their full on outfits on, hair done, nails done, everything done, done. And they're walking in these platform heels, cobblestone everywhere. But they're like, you know what? That's how we roll because we have a passion for fashion. And they feel like because they're in Boudram, they want to be boho chic, cool, trendy, jewelry, hats. Producer asked, like, maybe just wear some practical shoes since you guys are going to be walking around. And they're like, no. These are the hottest trends right now. So we want to be boho chic. I was like, get it if you can get it. But I know walking around any type of city, I'm trying to be comfortable so I can get to where I'm getting to. But these two, hey man, fashion is your passion. Go for it. So they walk around. They're like absorbing the city, loving the energy, taking out the old and bringing in the new and just really feeling the energy of Boudram. And part of that is thinking like, oh, they should eat something. But they can only have soft food because they have these plastic teeth in their mouth. So they're figuring out how they're going to work that out. Um, and so they decided that they were going to rent a yacht and take a boat ride. And when I say their entrance was the best entrance I've ever seen, they walk in, they're like, we're doing it big. We're living our lives. Twin queens of the world with supermodels, sexy photo shoot, and left and right and and twerk and turn and turn and turn. Like that whole thing, I died of laughter. <laughs> I died of laughter. What's happening right now? Can you even get on the boat with those shoes? But okay. So they get on the boat and right away they jump right into it and um <laughs> they decide that they're going to do a mini photo shoot and so they start doing like vogue moves this is where you sell it you're a goddess you're loved you're beautiful you're strong you're powerful you're loved you're great you're a twin you're sexy you're uh, and it went on and I 
was here for it. And then they gave these, you know, how to do a photo shoot. You've really got to sell it. And we've seen Stacy with Florian, you know, be the background manager. Um, so now she was doing it for herself. And so they're talking about how you have to have arch your back, stick your butt out, hand on your hip. That's going to equal the perfect photo. Meanwhile, the wind is messing with their extensions. I'm having a hard time going, like, what's happening with the eyelashes? Darcy's eyelashes are, like, straight up. Like, straight up. The wind is, like, blowing them back in her face. And then Stacy's were, like, these little caterpillars that were just, like, on her face. And I was just like, what's happening right now? But you know what? Do you. They're doing these Marilyn Monroe poses, these deep dive things, biting their cheeks. And they're like, yeah, you just got it for the perfect thing. You got to bite your cheek. And I was like, wait, how do you even do that? Bite your cheek. And then you have puck your lip. That's all I saw. I was like, what's happening right now? Um... So they're doing all this. All There's a lot of movement and there's a lot of words. The words aren't quite like sentences. They're just words. Words, 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 words. Doing a lot of that. And then, to because, you know, they've been doing Stacy specifically wrong. But Darcy and Stacy, when the hair and makeup department is around. Like, the producers are not helping these two at all. Like, you see tracks. This time you saw the sew-in and whoever did their hair, hair y'all, you know, I'm all for extensions, but get your extensions done right. Whoever did that sew-in, why did they Why did they use black thread? Clearly these guys, ladies are brunettes or blondes or whatever. So you're gonna use brown thread so that it actually blends in. But no, I'm seeing this track with black. Anyways, one of Stacy's extensions, her whole track, fell out of her hair because she's doing all this and it fell into the ocean and the producer says um some of your hair just flew away so y'all are going to tell her about the hair that flew away but not about how the tracks are all showing so that she can kind of do a little bit of a comb over y'all you guys are doing darcy and stacy dirty just dirty just dirty so hair flies away into the ocean. Um, Darcy says she felt her teeth were about to fall out too. Yeah, because you got some plastic je ne sais quoi up in your face. Then we find out that Darcy's not wearing any panties. And so she just wants to be free. She wants to moon the ocean, flash the ocean, start anew, be fresh, be open. Here's to her new life. Flash, flash, flash. Stacy decides to join her, flash, flash, flash. Meanwhile, they this is what they said, that they thought that they were scaring the boat driver. Do you mean the captain or the skipper? Like, how many times have you been on a boat? <laughs> we're scaring the boat driver. Okay. They finally decide to sit down. And... They're both just looking at each other. But meanwhile, the wind is blowing. Darcy's hair is over here. Like I said, her eyelashes were like way up here. Stacy's lashes were like, I don't know what was going on. This is a lot going on. Distracting me. I'm trying to pay attention, but there was just so much going on. Then Darcy says, you know, 
whatever the universe wants to bring me will bring me. I'm in the right place at the right time. The universe is, is it. And the universe will bring me happy. The universe will bring me positivity and peace and love as I grow on my procedure-free day. And my teeth are going to be beautiful tomorrow. And I'm going to be the best version of myself. And I'm going to take these tatas out and get new tatas put in and I'm just be the best version of myself and that version is going to be able to decide whether I want to be with Georgie or not. Then Stacy, she's really been like struggling with the fact that she hasn't told her twin that she's trying to have a baby so she decides that she's going to tell Darcy right now because if not now when so she's like, I didn't know the right time to tell you. And Darcy's like, what? Are you pregnant? Are you having a baby? And then Stacey's like, well, you know, we're trying. You know, the doctor's talking about freezing my eggs. And hopefully, you know, I still have time to have a baby. And then what does Darcy do? Darcy's like, yeah, I feel the same way. I want to have a baby too. Um, What? How is this, what, Darcy? But Stacy's like, you know, Darcy's being really supportive. Is she though? Because I feel like she was turning that into like about her. And what I've noticed is that these two are so close, but they also have a little bit of like twin rivalry going on. And I think Darcy's the dominant twin over Stacy. I think Stacy's more like laid back, but that's just my observation. So, um, Darcy asked a bunch of questions like, so how many eggs do you have? What did the doctor say? And when are you having a baby? And then she, and Stacey's like, well, you know, there's, they also found a cyst. Well, what, what in your ovary? Is it cancer? Oh, don't take that out. Rebuke that, rebuke that. No, 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 it's not that. Peace and love, the universe will bring you what you need. Um, and so she's like, I'm here for you. Whatever you need, I'm here for you, sissy. I'm here for you, and you know, I'm happy for you, and whatever you want. Okay, okay, you too. Meanwhile, back in Connecticut, Grandpa Mike is with Aniko and Aspen. Um, Aniko is taking her driving permit test, and she comes out and pretends that she didn't pass, but she passed with the 90. And Mike knew she was faking because her sadness, he said, was too short. Her sad time was way too short. Um, and so she's going to be learning to drive y'all and she can get her license in four months. And according to grandpa Mike, grandpa Mike is going to be the one that teaches her, which you guys, I'm still like confused about like why the girls live with the grandpa full time. I'm still super confused about that. And I kind of think it's like sad a little bit that you know, getting your driver's license is a big, at 16, it's like a big deal. And I remember when I got my driver's license, first of all, I have African parents. And second of all, they would not teach me by themselves. They made me take Young Drivers of Canada. And I don't know if there are any Canadians watching, but it's a whole, like, you have to do in class and in car. So it's like a whole course you have to do. So they made me do that, but they were there you know, for when I passed the driving test. And um, that's a big moment. 
my uh, driving instructor did say that I had a lead foot though. But I'll tell you this, when I took my driver's license exam, it was a little stressful. And I'll tell you why it was stressful because my, the road test instructor, the one that was marking me was like 8.5 months pregnant. And I, I, cause you guys, you know me, I have questions. So I'm driving, right? She's marking me parallel park. When it's safe to do, make a turn, make a laugh. When it's safe to make a ride, make a ride. All this. And then I said, well, do you feel safe? Do you feel safe? Because like you're about to have a baby and you get in cars with people that don't have their license. I probably should have failed at that moment, but I had questions, you know what I mean? You're making me nervous. Anyhow, you got this bait, anyhow. Moving on, getting these, uh, she gets her her permit, so they're gonna go celebrate. They're going to Sonic. I don't know how many of you guys have been to Sonic. I've heard, I keep seeing commercials about it, I've never been there. Um, but I say bravo to like the, the workers there. They're on roller skates. Yeah. First of all, you either know how to roller skate or you don't know how to roller skate. And obviously these people are professionals because not only are they roller skating, they're bringing trays of food up to your car on roller skates, doing all this stuff. Oh, listen, first of all, service industry is hard. Y'all have mad respect for people that are in the service industry because it really is a lot. You're a therapist, you're the server, you're the bartender you're the friend, you're the secret keeper for all those people that come in or cheating on their spouses. You're all the things. And then now you want me to be on roller skates too? Oh no. Oh no. Nope. Anyhow, then I thought about like, what's their liability? Like, what if you fall? Is that your, anyhow, I have questions, but they're going to go celebrate with like chicken and burgers or whatever. I don't know. They're going to have some fast food at this this spot um and they're all happy and then aniko which i thought was interesting they get their food and so some people are like so like this like are you guys like this are you guys like really territorial with your food some people don't like other people's fingers in their food which i get in a pandemic especially now um but if you're quarantined with your family i think that maybe it's a little different but she got her mozzarella sticks and Grandpa Mike, who provides everything for everyone, all the kids and his kids, the grandkids, the whole nine yards. He's the provider. So I'm thinking if, if Grandpa Mike wants a mozzarella stick, go ahead and give Grandpa Mike a mozzarella stick. But Annika didn't want to share hers yet because she hadn't had one first. She wanted to have one first before she shared. And I was like, hmm, it's a little bit selfish. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? Do you think that's a little bratty? You don't even work. He paid for the food. If anything, it's his mozzarella sticks that he's sharing with you. Anyhow, just a thought. So she also drops that she wants to enter Miss Teen Connecticut USA. Uh, she found a pageant coach. The pageant coach is not going to be cheap. And she passive aggressively asked Grandpa Mike, if he will pay for the pageant coach. And he's like, well, you know, I'm not really for pageants. I think that people should be judged for who they are, their character as a person, rather just what's on the outside. But 
if I see her that she's really committed to this and this is something that she's really going to do, then um, I will support her and I will pay for the pageant. So that was a real thing, you guys. So uh, the first thing I want to bring up for you guys before I move forward is this. So this is the current reigning Miss Connecticut USA and Miss Connecticut team. Uh, September 26th, they're having a meet and greet. So these are the reigning Connecticut pageant queens, um, teen and regular. They're doing a whole meet and greet out in Connecticut. But here's the thing that's interesting to me. I think that this season, we are actually going to see Annika go through this whole pageant situation. So Darcy's daughter, Annika, won this title in Miss Connecticut Teen USA. So I guess you should have said spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you don't want to know, don't be listening. But I'm going to talk about it because, you know, I know some things. So uh, Darcy's older daughter, Annika, participated in Miss Connecticut Teen USA and won a title. Um, she participated. This is back in June. She didn't win the crown, but she did win a prize. And what's the prize, you guys, do you think that she won? Well, I'm going to tell you right now. So she won Miss, and I wrote it down, Miss Photogenic. And she shared some of the photos of her on stage with her little prize. Um, and, you know, going through the whole thing. So she did win Miss Photogenic. Um, she says, I'm so happy and so blessed to win Miss Photogenic. Thank you. And then she thanks uh, all like Miss Team USA, Miss Connecticut, blah, 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 blah. And this has been a life-changing experience for her. So considering that she had never done a pageant before, you guys, that's pretty damn good. Like going from zero to 100 and coming across winning. I think that's a pretty cool deal. Pretty cool deal. So, aw, thanks, C. Cruz. She's like, that's why I love this channel. You always have all the tea. I do have a lot of tea. And you wanna know what, C. Cruz? A lot of it, I still keep to myself. A lot of it, I keep to myself because some of it is like over the top that I, I can't share sometimes. And sometimes I wait, I sit on it for a minute and then I come back with it. However, so she does end up entering. We will see a little bit of that uh, this season as she goes through, and now you guys know how she did. All right, we go back to Boudram. And why are Darcy and Stacy galloping, and like in their words, galloping like horses down this cobblestone because they can't get down the hill because they're in these big ass heels and it's cobblestone. They're trying to get back to their, what do they call it? Their villa. You know, it's an Airbnb, but their villa. And they're having a hard time. So they start galloping and running like sideways down the cobblestone. And then you see that the production has blurred out Stacy's chest because apparently she had like one of those bandeau tops on. And I guess there was like too much bouncing and they couldn't cover it. It was a whole thing. You guys, it was the whole show. So. They get back, they're gonna change into some comfy cozies because 
they have a video chat with Florian and the doctor, and Darcy's going to join them to be supportive for Stacy. Um, meanwhile, we go back to Florian, and you guys, Florian it is hilarious. Like, he's hilarious. So Florian says <clears throat> he's watching the video that Stacy sent where her teeth were all ground down. And he's like, I'm watching this video and it's like baby shark teeth. It's funny. <laughs> I love Florian. He's trying not to stress out. Um, he doesn't want to stress, but he is ready for the results from the doctor. Um, he doesn't really, like he likes doctors and believes in the doctors, but at the same time, he doesn't really think that doctors know everything. Like anything to say, it's not 100%. That you can get one doctor to say one thing, another doctor's gonna say another thing. So he shares this really um, kind of like success story, survival story um, about him when he was younger. So I wanna pop this up. This is Florian when he was a young lad. And he says that he remembers doctors telling his parents that his their son wasn't going to live anymore. So basically, he was going to die. And he's like, you know, look at me right now. So he was two or three. He was very sick. He's had high temperatures, you know, 41 degrees Celsius. And he would go and he would be like almost like comatose. They would pump him with injections and that happened up until he was six years old that he was getting these shots and then he believes that in, in God and he believes in miracles and after six he wasn't sick, sick anymore and he didn't have to go to the hospital anymore and here he is a grown-ass man so his point of sharing this story is that hey listen doctors are going to say one thing but if you believe in God and if you have faith um, which he does, you know, miracles happen and they can happen many times in a lifetime. And I was like, I agree with that 100%. So good on you, Florian. Um, so he goes on to say, uh, you know, just light a candle for God because he died for this world and he's ready for his video call. So he gets on this video call with Dr. Levy and Dr. Levy kind of like does the doctor talk, right? So he starts saying, hey, you know, we did the ultrasound, uh, we did the blood work, and we specifically were looking at the cyst. And Stacy jumps in, she's like, so, you know, what about the cyst? And he's like, well, they can come and go. And, um, we're just gonna monitor it. But if it starts to bother you, then we can look at the option of removing it. Um, but oftentimes they just go away. So we'll follow up in a couple of months to see if it's still there. But at the end of the day, you really don't have anything to worry about, he says. Then he talks about the blood work and the ultrasound and what's called an ovarian reserve. And it, he says that it didn't look very promising for Stacely, mostly because she only has a few eggs and they're not good eggs. So they're not low, they're low quality. So then she asks, you know, should we still go through with 
freezing the eggs and you know maybe we can have a baby at a later time and he's like well your odds aren't very good you're in the low single digits like one to two percent um chance in having a healthy baby so freezing's not an option it's not worthwhile endeavor he said to you so this all isn't a worthwhile endeavor to you um then he says it will take a small miracle for it to happen which i thought was interesting because Florian just used the word miracle and how he believes in miracle, how he's a miracle and how miracles can happen many times in your life, which I absolutely agree with as well. And so I don't know if that was like foreshadowing what's going to happen in the future, but I thought it was interesting that they both use that same word, and, but for different reasons. Florian's like a miracle in a good way. And the doctor was like, it would be a miracle if you had a kid. So Florian's super sad to hear the news, but you know, he's he's not worried per se. He's more worried about Stacy because Stacy stresses out all the time and he doesn't want to see her hurt. And he likes to see his wife happy and he just wants to be supportive for her. And I was like, oh, Florian, you're such a good guy. Like, that's a good, that's a good guy. It's a really good guy. He just loves his wife, right? So <clears throat> meanwhile... What's the saying? Something, something. When the mice are away, something, something will play. When the mice are... Anyways, Georgie, who has no job and no money, apparently, first regrets calling Jesse. He says, it's been extra drama in my life that I don't need, extra stress in my life that I don't need. I feel bad that I went behind Darcy's back, yada, yada, yada. But between quarantine and all the drama, he needs something to lift his spirits. So he's going to go get Botox and he's been getting Botox for the past year. And he's like, you know, you got to start maintenance early because um, you don't want to look like a piece of old avocado when you're old. So you need to start maintenance early. So, you know, he's going to do it for himself. He doesn't want to let himself go. And so he's going to go get Botox because that's what he does. And he wants to have like a refresh and he's doing it for himself so he can feel better about himself and self-care, self-love. So he goes on to say that quarantine's been hard and hard on him and hard on his relationship. He says that his behavior hasn't been good either. And he needs to work on himself, needs to step it up as a man, be a better man, be a more patient with Darcy, be more loving with Darcy, all the things that he knows that he needs to do. But first, let's, let's get some Botox. Oh, that's what it is. Thank you, Patty. And the cat's away, the mice will play. That's what I'm trying to say. You guys know I'm not good with things, but like I, I generally have them in my head. So he's gonna do this Botox and that's gonna make him feel better because he's had a really hard quarantine. So he's worried about the crow's feet on the side of his face. He's worried about this part right here, middle of his head, and then his forehead right here. And so he gets all these needles. And you guys, like, I'm not a needle person. I don't, are you guys needle persons? Like, can you, like, poke, 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 poke? I wonder if it's, like, acupuncture. I've never had acupuncture, but I heard acupuncture is good. But, like, you stick the Botox in. The doctor said, this doctor said, it's going to take two weeks for it to kick in. So what does it do in that two weeks? Does it like, someone tell me, I'm going to have to Google it. Because is it, does it, 
what does it do? That it takes two weeks for it to like, and all of a sudden your face is like flawless, but then you don't have any expressions. You're just like all the time, right? It's weird, but I'm all for it. Whatever self-care, eat, pray, love, whatever makes you feel beautiful, I'm for it. I'm for it, I'm for it, I'm for it. I'm not done. I'm just curious because I don't know enough about it. And, um, you know, I guess men get Botox too. Whatever makes you feel beautiful, go ahead and do it. I just didn't know that Georgie uh, did all that, did all that with no job. Anyhow, we go back to Boudram. Stacy's in bed. She's not feeling good. She's really feeling sad about this whole situation. And Darcy comes in and says, you know, what's meant to be will be. You are loved. You are supported. And Stacy's like, yeah, I have two amazing sons. I'm an amazing husband. I'm truly blessed. But she's still sad because she wanted to have a child with Florian. She gets on the phone with Florian and Florian's like, the first thing he says is, I love you. Don't be stressed. I love you for you. And Stacy's like, well, I'm stressed. I'm voicing my feelings. Florian's like, just relax and chill because you have surgery tomorrow. And like, he didn't want her to be all worried, which I absolutely understand you guys. He's saying, listen, chill the fuck out. You're going under Anastasia. And like, if you guys are all about like, you know, your energy, good energy and all of that stuff, then you want to go in with good energy and not all stressed out and sad, right? So <clears throat> he's just saying, you know, don't worry. Like, it's okay. It's okay, he's saying. It's okay, don't worry, don't stress. Um, He thinks that, you know, a different doctor could say a different thing and just chill out Stacy because we can get a second opinion and Stacy's like oh I know this is how Florian is he's in protective mode and he wants to protect my feelings but I just want to be able to talk and share how I'm feeling right now I want him to just listen and he's like I love you for you what God brings he'll bring don't worry let's just have you relax do your surgery, come home, and we'll talk about our problems. That is common sense. If anyone needs to listen in this situation, in my opinion, is Stacy. Your husband's saying, just chill out. This is not the time to freak out because you have surgery tomorrow. Just, I want you to be like relaxed before you go under a major surgery because you're having a bunch of shit done. Your nose done, your boobs done, your tummy done, and you're freaking out and you got to be in bed shortly and up shortly, so just relax. We'll talk about this later and we'll get a second opinion and, and we'll figure it out. And I have faith that maybe something, there's other ways. That's what he's saying. So for her to say that she wants him to just listen, well, I feel like Stacy, you just need to listen and take his advice because what he's saying makes sense. But no, she's still freaking out. He goes on to say he doesn't really care what the doctor said. He loves Stacy. He's happy with her. He says, listen, before I came to the United States, I knew your age. I knew everything about you. And I still love you for you. He's trying to reassure her. It's all good. It's all good. 
babe, it's all good. Oh no. She freaks out, says he doesn't get her feelings. She won't be silent. She wants to talk about how she's feeling because she really wanted to give him a baby. And what if he wants a baby in 10 years or 15 years and he's going to regret it. And she wants to talk about it. She wants to talk about it right now. And she needs him to understand what she's thinking in this moment. And she doesn't want to relax. And she doesn't want him to keep saying, relax, relax. She needs him to be more understanding. And she needs him to tell her that it's okay. Well, Stacy, if you shut your trap, like he said, if you don't speak so much and listen, he's been saying this over and over again. I love you. I love you for you. Just relax. I knew all about you. I knew your age. I knew the situation I was getting into. And I love you for you. I know you're coming under major surgery. I want you to be happy so that I don't have to worry while you're under anesthesia. And we can talk about this when you get home. We can have a second opinion when you get home. And let's just not talk about it right now because you have major surgery tomorrow. Makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. 100%. But Florian's in the wrong. Somehow in this situation, Stacy feels like she's being silenced and that he's not listening and that he's not saying, hey, it's going to be okay. Well, he said all those things a million times, Stacey. I think that you just weren't listening. So we will see what happens next. Now, my favorite parts, and I want to make sure I haven't forgotten anything I wanted to show you guys. I'm going to pop this up because these two bring me life. So my favorite part, you guys, behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, I encourage you guys to watch it because that's where that's where all the juice comes from. So the first thing that we find out behind the scenes is halfway through the boat ride, the boat broke down, but the captain of the ship came out. I guess maybe he didn't speak English, but he was like looking at them doing all their crazy, like, oh, we are the world, freedom, universe, love, romance, ah, all the stuff. And he's looking at them and then he went back down. And so Darcy was trying to figure out like, are we stuck here? What's gonna happen? The broke's broken down. But uh, the captain was able to uh, make it, to fix it. So they were fine and they were on their way. Second thing that was interesting is that after they had their photo shoot, uh, they took a break and they went down to uh, the cabin below to lay down. And when they, as they were laying down in the bedroom in the cabin, they found a condom and they freaked out. And now it wasn't a used condom. It was still in a wrapper, but nevertheless, nevertheless, they freaked out, ran upstairs and were like, oh my God, there's a condom down there. You know how they are. So there is that. Uh, another behind the scenes thing, Darcy doesn't like to wear underwear ever since she got a tummy tuck. She likes it free and open. Another behind the scenes, Darcy's temporary teeth, the plastic teeth that she has in her mouth, they were hurting her. And that's why she was like talking with the lisp. And she explains how like she was, while she was talking, she had to put her tongue in, like in the back of her mouth because it was scraping 
the plastic teeth were scraping her tongue and because she said like the plastic wasn't smooth it was like she felt like she had canker sores on her tongue and so she was trying to not talk so much and not have her teeth and her tongue meet and i was like that just sounds like a whole lot doesn't sound happy and at all it sounds ouch so that was the behind the scenes stuff guys so that was the episode that was everything and i was here for it because it was very over the top a lot of this going on a lot of extra words extra words extra words words love romance queen goddesses future universe freedom peace romance uh, okay what like what does all that mean uh what are you guys saying in the live chat here um graciela says some men in some cultures would leave if they couldn't have kids well that's true and it's definitely one of the things that i tell you guys that you have to absolutely have that conversation with uh, someone that you're considering to be in a, a serious relationship with, right? There are four things I always tell you guys. What are those four things? Let me know in the live chat. But one of them is about babies. Do you want a baby? Do I want a baby? Are you going to want a baby anytime in the future? Am I going to want a baby anytime in the future? How do you deal with kids? How do you raise your kids? Oh, and how do you want to raise your kids? How do I want to raise my kids? Oh, because we're talking about babies, we're gonna have to talk about faith and religion. Because if we have babies, how are we gonna raise them? What do you believe? No, what do you believe? All those things are very, very important, so yes. Um, Laura says, I can see what Florin was sit trying to do, but it was like aggressive shushing. Mm, I don't think he was aggressive. I mean, I think we're gonna have to agree to disagree, Laura. I don't think he was aggressively shushing her i think he knows his wife and he was trying to calm her down but she was not trying to be calm in that moment because you know that is a life like she said that's a life-changing experience for her and for her future and you know shocking for her i'm sure she wanted to have a baby and she's being told that she most likely will not be able to have one and she's being told that the day before she's going under major surgery that is a lot of stress um, Vanessa, hey girl, hey. Vanessa says, drop all the babies off with Grandpa Mike, facts. Cause he will raise them, feed them, all the things, take care of them while you gallivant across the world. Uh, someone is looking for Raydella. I don't see her uh, in the live chat tonight, but I'm sure we will see her soon. Guys, that's the show. We'll have another show tomorrow. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. So fun all the time. Make sure to hit that like, subscribe, all the great things, and we'll see you guys all tomorrow. Bye for now.